The start of this episode is brought to you by Nova Energy Drink. It has been created by Poxes and Emily Rose Windy, which you can find on Twitch as they stream pretty much every week. Uh, and if you guys want to know about Nova Energy Drink, it contains 5 calories per serving, 1.5 carbs per serving, it has no sugar, it's gluten free, it's vegan friendly, it's keto friendly, and it has an open label if you want to see what's in it. Just double check with your doctor and if it's okay then have it. They have 3 different flavours currently, which is Strawberry Moon Tub, a Celestial Punch and a Galactic Grape. They all have 40 serving tubs, and if you guys want to go get it, please go over to NovaEnergyDrink.com. That is N-O-V-A EnergyDrink.com. Again, it is N-O-V-A EnergyDrink.com. Make sure you go there and purchase some Nova Energy Drink today. Alright, hello guys. Welcome to the episode of uh, On Air with Wakeful Throne. This is Season 2, Episode 2. Hopefully you guys enjoyed the sponsorship from our friend Poxes. Today, we have gotten Mr. Metal Man. Hey, how's it going, everyone? Um, me and him have been streaming friends for, what, four or five years now? Hey, to be fair, I would say, like, friends. Yeah, Online well, we are, we we are friends. Now. Yeah, we're we're gonna meet in person, but uh, yeah, no, we've we've been close with one another for about four or five years at this point, and yeah. you know it's about time that we recorded something and actually put it online. <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> it's it's been so long that we've streamed together, but realistically, none of those streams are there anymore, and you know it's it's one of those things. So. Mr. Metalman, I met him through Duty Beard. Um, and, you know, it was a bit of an iffy, iffy friendship at the start. Like, I think you were quite nervous on having someone just abruptly be like, oh, I like you. Like, we got a message, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> um, I wouldn't say that I was necessarily nervous. It just, uh, like, right around the time that I started really talking with duty beard and getting to know him i've been like in the streamer sphere quote unquote or whatever you want to call it for like a month and yeah. i was i had no idea what the fuck i was doing basically <laughs> um so i was just like whoa okay like you know this is kind of cool this is kind of weird like i, I didn't yeah. know how to sh to present myself um either over stream over tech text kind of I like mean, you I've been had in no way of knowing how to network at that point at all right exactly i mean all my interaction with people before that was i mean like call of duty lobbies video game lobbies um which you know that's a dumpster that, fire in that, <laughs> that's a way to meet people too though right right but i mean it was either that or like me at work or yeah. at clubs or at like you know in-person interaction where yeah. i can i can emote myself more through um hand movements and gestures and stuff like that so so doing it online at that capacity at that time i was like whoa what the like what's going i was figuring on, myself you know? yeah i was figuring myself out for sure yeah so. um 
so basically you had met me not too long after you had started streaming basically and i already had a year behind my back and that was kind of like my first gateway into holy shit there's something that we could actually do here um to to help both of us really and at at that point you had already outgrown how many followers or whatever i had and i was just amazed um and i had no idea about that until we started streaming together uh i i never really looked at that i guess um my my experiences with streaming has been very interesting cuz i've i kind of like originally when i started i had like this group right and then like it was like three people whatever and yeah. then they all went away i don't remember what i was playing at the time um i think if i remember correctly i first started streaming i think it was like fortnite and something else i don't remember it was a long time with ago fortnite man i started yeah with fortnite <laughs> And like, this is like for anybody that's like, what the fuck, Fortnite? This is like season two, season three. Like, this is like at the start early. of Fortnite. Yeah. When it was so, actually like really cool and it was a whole new experience and there was barely any like battlegrounds type games, you know? Right. The only other one was H1Z1 and PUBG, I think. And those weren't even on consoles. So I was yeah. SOL because I didn't have a PC at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there was that. I was doing that, and so I had like a couple people, and I think only one person from that group still shows up every once in a while, which is CD. Mm-hmm. You know CD. Yep. Um, and that's it. You know, and then and then I get a new group, and I think you were in the second wave. You're either in the second or third wave of groups I, that I had. I think I was like one of the first types of I, waves, and then I just went yeah. with you to the next group. You know. Right. So that's that's my point. Is like I I end up getting these waves of viewers and based off mainly what I'm playing, which is frustrating to me as a uh, variety streamer, I guess you want to call it. Yeah. Like, look, I, I play video games. I like video games. I like talking about random shit while playing video games. <laughs> like, yeah, I could be playing Minesweeper and still have a good time chit-chatting with people <laughs> you know i've got to do that at some point when i get this new computer i'm gonna be like you know what guys i got a new computer and the only game that's already installed is minesweeper like <laughs> solitaire stream go <laughs> <laughs> no see what we got to do is we got to get that old school chess game where it like you click on the rook and it would turn into like from a castle to a like a golem monster and walk i don't remember i think it was called oh. battle chess like old like 1993 battle chess you want to know what one of my funnest games was back when i was a kid it was like it was like an old old type of learning game and it was to do around maths and i'd be able to capture like monsters from moving the correct amount of spaces ah almost like did you ever play math blaster yes (laughs) Yes. Oh my god, I love Math Blaster. I got my kids playing Math Blaster. Like that shit, at that still to this day, that shit hits it's, like a good video game. Bomb. That's 
dude, it's great. Like educational video games now suck. Let's be honest. They're, <laughs> they're non-existent. But back then, Other in like the Minecraft, early 90s, supposedly. I mean, yeah, Minecraft. There's a bee in my room. I okay. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, like, I didn't realize we were going to get Jerry Seinfeld, the guest chat, <laughs> as a bee. <laughs> so, you know, uh, telling us about Bee Movie 2. Anyways. Um, I'm sorry if you hear a buzz go by. It's probably the bee. You're good. You're good. <laughs> um, it, it's just crazy to me. Like, we've got so far in, like, technology. And, like, educational games used to be, a, like, a big thing. Like, no, we, you know, every company, Division, Interplay, all Lucas, uh, Lucas Arts uh game studio yeah um all those companies I, had educational games i wish that lucas arts showed up as much as they used to well they're defunct yeah i mean as a studio they're defunct so you know there's there's a lot of a lot of good studios that we kind of lost along the way that yeah i Le wish we'd get lucas arts lucas art games was probably one of the best for like educational shit though like honest Dude, they, honestly they did educational well they did point and click adventures well um i don't know if you ever played the fight flight simulator games like tie fighter x-wing uh x-wing uh, versus tie fighter i don't Rebel think i've Assault. played the star wars ones other than their lego star wars the original saga oh my god God, you don't know what the fuck you have missed. Let me tell you. <laughs> All right, just imagine you're you're looking from a, a third person perspective at Mr. Metal Man as a child, and you have the joystick, the old school joysticks with the throttle and all that jazz, you know, and yeah. just the feeling of like you start a mission, you select which ship you want, and it was pretty. It was pretty in-depth to where it had, like, you know, let's say you're playing TIE Fighter, so you're on the Imperial side. You've yeah. got your TIE Fighter, you got your TIE Bomber, you got your TIE Advance, you got your um, TIE Interceptor, you've got the uh, Karelian Shuttle, like, all these different ships that you can select from, and then, like, you could switch where which direction your shields were going. You had full throttle control. You could select firing sequences. You could select um like it was it was intense, especially for the 90s. It was super intense on like what you could manipulate to finish the mission or whatever. Yeah. Um did you want me to turn my camera on or Yeah, if you'd like to. I mean it's up to you. I, I just saw you pop I, it on. I, I I prefer the interaction. Okay, okay. I'll uh figure this out. Yeah, okay, there we go. Hello. Hello. Yeah, hello. <laughs> um yeah, so it's it's really wild, like for the nineties, how how they could get that to like okay, I remember when the Xbox came out and everybody was talking about Steel Battalion, you had this big ass expensive controller and like it had a button for every knob and like you could do everything, right? That was yeah. Tie Fighter when I was growing up, or X Wing, or X Wing versus Tie Fighter. See, um, I know, even... I know that my stepdad used to play it, so he always had like two, two, uh, what are they called? The the little joystick, yeah, like Air Fighter 
type yeah, things. I'm, yeah, it, it all depends on which joystick you bought or whatever. But yeah, no, it, that's exactly how it was. Like, when you went into hyperspeed, you put the throttle, the, 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 throttle, the throttle full thrust, and it would, like, you know, start, and then you'd yeah. see all the, the, um, the stars and everything stretch past you, and you, and then you it's slow like, it down, and like the, the first visual type of games that you actually went through hyperspace and saw all oh, the stars go by, and you're yeah, just no, like, bro, it, what, what's going on? It felt like you were in Star Wars. Yeah, and and they got so detailed, like, okay, you're going to go attack like a, a rebel cruiser or a star destroyer, right? If you're playing X-wing, and you're, it's like, oh, you know, on the Star Destroyer, there's those two little balls at the top. It's like, oh, those are the shield gener- generators. You blow those up, and then the shields go down, and you can take out the Star Destroyer yeah, quicker yeah. and blow up the engines, and then it can't move anymore. That Those games are so detailed and so amazing. And you don't get anything like that anymore. No, no. Like, honestly. You really don't. For flight simulator games, you get, like, Ace Combat. And... I have to say... No Man's Sky at the moment. One of my highlighted games that I've really been enjoying lately. It used to be really, really shit when it came out. And I oh, stopped God, playing yeah. it for ages. But now that I've come back, I'm like, man, we, we, what? Like, yeah, <laughs> you get what yeah. I mean? Uh, totally. And and that's the... That's what I want. I wanted that experience from No Man's Sky so bad when I got it. I was like, oh my God, this is going to be like my childhood again and it's just going to be wondrous and adventurous and it's going to be bigger open worlds because we got better technology right yeah and then i played it launch day and i was just like i played it for 12 hours and then i was like huh uh, yeah uh, i think i had the same reaction yeah <laughs> like i was mad i literally took it back to GameStop, traded that shit in and it was like i'm done with this fucking piece of shit i, I, and I, I don't want to promoting deal with it like yeah i was oh for anybody who doesn't know i used to work at gamestop so um i was promoting the shit out of it i was like dude this game's gonna be so sick like look at all these things they yeah. promised and then it was just like i did the same thing with destiny too which like that yeah, yeah. that became a moment after both those games i'm just like i'm not gonna hype anything up i don't give a the fuck only out. reason i spent 130 dollars on destiny 2 was so then me and my roommate could play it that is it <laughs> bro okay first like, off i don't i don't enjoy destiny to the amount that i wanted to first of all i spent money on destiny uh for yeah. anybody listening to the podcast i'm holding up the 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 ghost the from ghost, the collector's yeah. edition um and then and then take the taking king comes out i buy the collector's edition of that i buy the special edition ps4 yeah and then destiny 2 comes out and i buy the collector's edition for that i really really wanted to like the game i really mm-hmm. thought it was a like an awesome story arc provided that they you know expanded on it and and developed a a universe much like the star wars universe or firefly or stargator you know any sci-fi successful sci-fi series uh yeah. to date and it just was there cool stuff yes i'm not gonna say it was complete dog shit but it just the game was boring after so like with 
with Weep. Destiny, with Destiny 1, first of all, I was really pissed off with it because I would I got the base game uh-huh. and then as soon as I finished the base game, they released the DLC, which limited what you could do in the base game now because you couldn't go through and play all your multiplayer and do all this and do all that like you should have been able to. And then when yeah. I got through and bought the second, the first DLC, then they came out with like the second and the third DLC, and obviously I didn't have money to buy that. Right. So I kind of just put on the backside, and then they came out with like another DLC or another two DLCs, and then I was like, well, I'm just going to wait and see if they bring out any more. And then they bring out the complete edition. Then I'm like, that's exactly how much money I paid for the base version. Yep when it first came out and i was so pissed and 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 the funny thing is is like i don't know if you've ever played the like street fighter street fighter 5 specifically yep yep. okay do you remember they had patches that you could download for free that let you play against people who had the dlc content yep why the fuck couldn't they figure out a way to do that with destiny then the people who couldn't afford to get the fucking thousand dollar DLCs that they ended up coming with still play with their homies because that yeah, was the exactly. whole point of Destiny. Is it, it was supposed to be like a multiplayer sci-fi adventure for you and your buddies to go and conquer? <laughs> like what? I I didn't I again. It was it was a great concept, poor execution, and then I was like, well, you know, maybe it was because Activision got involved. Yeah. And Bungie went on out on their own after destiny 2 launched and it just it did the same thing so yeah ironically somebody who really pounds hard on activision's decisions it wasn't an activision issue it was a bungee issue it was development um so let's go back to like where we were before we went on this big tangent of like (laughs) (laughs) i told you i like to talk about games yeah yeah so back to the thing like we went through the first wave, and then you met me oh, in the yes. second wave. Right. Um, um, and then... Go ahead. And then, basically, I met you through Duty Beard, and all three of us were kind of getting along. Mm-hmm. And then people ended up turning around to me and going, they don't like how I swear around my little brother. And then I'm just like, well, that that's a new concept for me. Like... <laughs> I had no idea. It's my first run at life. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't that, hear any of that. That that's the original reason why the Asian invasion, duty bed, all that stopped talking to me the first time because we were in this big group chat, and it was like I didn't know that you could you could have told me this rather than being like we don't like it, so you're getting kicked out. It, it's that's one of wild. those things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's crazy. Um, I didn't know any of that. Like, honestly, I don't, I don't yeah. get involved with people's drama. Like, I really don't give a fuck. Um, I even now, you know, with we're we're using Duty Beard, so I'll just use it, him as an example. Mm-hmm. Um, you with Duty Beard, you know, there's people that are just like, oh, I don't like Duty Beard. He's so fake, blah blah blah. And I'm just, and I'm still friends with both yeah. parties, and I'm just like, yo. You, you guys fucking figure it out. Yeah. You know, don't ask me to pick sides. You ask me to pick sides. I'm instantly not going to choose your side. Um, yep. And yeah, let's just like coexist. I, you don't have to like 
each other. See, and for me, I don't mind using their names because they get promotion out of it anyway. But it's like I still highly respect them. Like they oh, did absolutely. what they thought was right at the time, and so be it. I and mean, then, we could we could do a whole podcast on we, the Asian invasion. We but... we really could. We really, but could. we we need to bring him in for that. I haven't, I haven't I, spoke, I, would... I haven't spoken to him in years, man. I'd love to um, talk to him again. But shit, when's when's the last time I talked to him? I think it was two thousand. It might have been twenty twenty one. Yeah, or end of twenty twenty. I don't remember, but yeah, that that's a whole that that's a whole different thing. He did for sure. well for himself. He he worked in a restaurant where it was very very highly organized you'd say to the point where celebrities would come in and he would meet all these celebrities just managing the place and he was a manager there so he could just go out and talk to them if he really wanted to you know um but yeah back to it again Um, we should just call ourselves the tangents because we just go off on tangents. <laughs> I, I do that all the time, man. I let people talk and then I start getting into the tangent, and then I'm just like, yep. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, but yeah, with with us going through all that, that's why I stopped uh watching Duty Beard and Asian Invasion for a while because I had no idea what happened and I just couldn't get it wrapped around my head that that was a wrong thing to do um i mean i don't it, it's so hard because you're you know you're from new zealand they have a completely different sense of what's proper yeah. uh like look at you know australia or even europe like you know the word or scotland perfect example the word cunt is like they use it all the time they're just yeah. cunt, 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 like Nobody we use cunt not... all the time, like you're right, a fucking exactly. good cunt. You're you're yeah, shit exactly. Cunt. Like get, exactly, you know, and it's, it's one and of then you things. get like the Americans that are like, oh my god, I can't believe they said <laughs> that word. And it's like, bro, it's a fucking word. Like yeah. there are very few words that I feel like they have that kind of. They should have that kind of power. And we all know what I'm talking about the quote yeah. unquote gamer words. Yeah. Um, but like swear words like come on it doesn't make sense to me it's a it's a bad word to what society like yeah that society from the 1980s that like i i think i think nowadays a lot of people have come to be too sensitive about things as well it's weird right because like in the (laughs) 70s and the 60s like you said crap and everybody like wanted to stone you to death and now you know there's a lot of things that happened in the the 80s and 90s that are frowned upon i guess you would say um that don't make a whole lot of sense to me personally but i can't really use myself as like the measuring stick because nothing offends me yeah like okay (laughs) you 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 threaten the life of my family like yeah I'll be offended. I'll be more like defensive. Yeah, you'd be more you know? defensive about that one rather than right. But like, I, or... bro, I've been called literally every name under the sun, mm. and some of the words that you're probably thinking of, like, oh, he wasn't called that. I was because 
where I mean, the amount of times that I've sworn at you just because I thought you're a fucking douche, <laughs> you know? No, but, like, seriously, <laughs> dude, working, especially when I was working at GameStop, oh, my God, somebody wouldn't be able to get their fucking copy of Grand Theft Auto or something, and, like, they would treat me like I was... Like you're not even worth lo- to be on bro. their dog shit underneath their boot, you know? No, I... Like I said, I've literally been called everything. Um, Every word in the dictionary I've been called. (laughs) And it blew my mind, because at the time when it would happen, I'm like, that doesn't even make sense, but go off. You know, like... Half the times when that happened to me when I was working in customer service, I'd just sit there and laugh. (laughs) Even at the Karens that would come up, I'd just sit there and laugh and be like, get out of my store. (laughs) Oh, yeah. No, like straight. So, like, the area that I worked, um was i'm not gonna say predominantly black but it's it was a pretty even split between you know cultures but between races races yeah however you want to let's let's just say it was a it was a very good example of a melting pot okay yeah um and like i would get people calling me racial slurs of their own race and i'm just like i'm i'm clearly now the viewer or the listeners won't know this but i like i'm clearly white yeah he he's i don't understand how you saw him you'd be like where is he is he's that white right you'd think that he's a ghost you know exactly (laughs) exactly i'm like i'm like a dead corpse i'm white too and no you you got you got a little bit of tan i'm fucking i do i do have a tan but at the same time it's like that's in my blood too i have black blood in me Sure. Like the natives in New Zealand are black. They, they right. just are. Right. Um, it's not like South America where there are black and white folk that have lived there. Over here it's like you're black or you just didn't come from here. Because or, because or our history you to us. <laughs> our, our history is like really it's only about two hundred and fifty years old. That's right. about how long New Zealand has been known. Right, right. Yeah, no, it's 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 crazy how new, I guess, of a, a country you are. Yeah. I guess you would say it like that. Um, but yeah. Uh so yeah, back to to off the tangent again. <laughs> um so I've been I've been called literally everything and I just I'll I'll look at people bewildered, just like I don't understand where your mind's at but like like i said go off yeah yell but, at me how you want you're still not getting what, what you want because what, I what can't. the whole thing it's like over here we normally curse and it's not a bad oh, thing even with our right. christian grandparents like you'd be like well yeah what, I mean, what the fuck do you think you're doing and then they'd turn around and be like shut the fuck up you know yeah exactly <laughs> so it's it's an entire culture yeah dynamic um um but yeah i I don't understand why people could like see oh he's clearly not from the united states um just based off of accent alone yeah why i don't know blows my mind i i I don't know but that was a whole shit show anyway with all of them and that was just some private messages they never publicized it or anything thank god um and you know i i turned around and went okay i'm gonna take a break from them and i'm gonna try and 
sort out something with my new friends. And basically at that point, I think you introduced me to some of our group that we played with. And then I found some others through some other place. Sure. And then we all just decided to play a game together. We we decided to play Modern Warfare. (laughs) Yep. Good old Call of Duty bringing the good old butt buddies. (laughs) (laughs) That was that was actually you know I hadn't been a fan of Call of Duty since Modern Warfare Two, and then when we played Modern Warfare, that was that was good times. That game was shit. That was very fun. Other than that, the game was shit, and you really had to rely on me, Akuma, and. America to carry all of us, you know. Yeah, for the most part. I mean, I got pretty good at it, but it's just the game handled yeah. like shit. It didn't handle. I don't know what it was about old school Call of Duties. I don't know if it was just the old engine working with the old technology or what, but it just felt so much better. Yeah. And now it just feels like you're playing like a clunk. You're, you're playing a shit on, show. Of you're playing a clunk machine on like a, yeah, yeah, like well, like I think the last time I really, really enjoyed Call of Duty was Call of Duty Black Ops Three because it brought in the jumping mechanic and it oh, okay. actually refined the jumping mechanic from Advanced Warfare and it was just like holy what ow and yeah. like that that's when I really enjoyed it. And then coming on to Modern Warfare, we, we were like, okay, it's not it's not that good, but it's a game that we can all play cross-platform and, you know... Right, that was do, the big key. Was yeah, that, that was the biggest thing, was that we wanted to play cross-platform and just enjoy each other's company. Right. Like, yes, we all had Discord, but for, say, me and Murica and Mr. Metalman... At the time, we all just had the PlayStation, you know? Right, so we were running it off of our phones or, like... Yeah. Grabbing a, a fucking, you know, tablet from, like, the... From the next door over, yeah. Yeah, trying, <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was pretty jank. It was pretty jank. I it, mean, uh, but it was very you know jank. what? To be fair, I think we learned a lot from it. Yes. I think we learned a lot from it. Like, when I you know was trying to figure out like oh how am i going to make my stream more more you know have more pizzazz and more you know going on and then i i had to like deep dive and then i found this one weird little thing where you can stream from the ps4 and it would do alerts like all of the the, yeah, the, the extensions that we used yeah. to put on to try and make it nobody knew about it yeah nobody knew about it and, and i found it would... i was like oh shit because we were trying to expand ourselves every time that would come across an extension that we thought was really cool would go into our group chat and be like guys look at this like holy yeah. shit it's so good you know yeah no and, <laughs> and i think it pushed us to kind of think outside of the box because like even with myself when I, was, I remember when i was trying to hit a uh affiliate i was like fuck you know how am i gonna how am i gonna get this to happen when like nobody gives a fuck about me and so i was like you know badgering friends and i was like oh i'm gonna i'm gonna grab every electronic in the house that can connect to the internet and i'm gonna look yeah. like you know you do all these things to try to to grow mm-hmm. and i think it's important 
especially for content creation because it makes you really think about like here's my goal how am i going to achieve this with only things i can control and that's and that's really important because yeah at the end of the day you can't sit there and be like oh i don't have like you know 20k viewers like I'm I, I wish i wish I you have, have no control of that and blah, 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 and... yeah you have no control over it like people are going to watch you people are, are not you're not going to turn around one day and be like, oh my god, there's 500 viewers in chat. How did this happen? I wonder. Right. You know? Right. It's, it's working hard over years and years of doing this. And you just know, doing your thing. Like you got to find it yourself. Do you don't find it just because. Oh, for sure. And you can't even force it. That's the 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 major learning curve in my opinion is you can't be like okay well i'm gonna do what everybody else is doing and it's gonna work like that's not that's not how it works because your yeah. personality a you're gonna get like really bored of it and be like yeah fuck that i'm done or c or c uh, b you're gonna get like really upset and like oh my god i'm i'm a giant fake or whatever c you're just gonna appear not um genuine um or like d it's just never going to work out, you know? Yeah. Um, so at least just do something that makes you happy. Yeah. Do something and you enjoy. At that that point, way you at least eliminate three of the possibility of failure. Yeah. Not failures, but the possibilities uh, of that will going go, anywhere. Go, that will stay on the back of your shoulders, you know? Yeah, exactly. That will weigh exactly. you down and make you feel like absolute shit. And to right. be fair, I know a group right now that is doing that. I do not agree with them whatsoever. And I've cut all ties with them. I'm not saying their name because of things. You've already heard, heard me talk about them many times yeah, in yeah. our private conversations. Right. Um, but yeah, like they're obviously not going to last too long. They've lasted for a year so far doing it. And they've grown bigger than any of us but at the same time they're gonna die a lot quicker than us too yeah and that's that's the crazy thing like for anybody listening that that's considering doing any kind of content creation of any kind look at the everyday joe that is trying to do that thing that you're trying to do right so be it make music or youtube videos or whatever and see the ones that a try to be just imitate mm -hmm. the ones that are doing it for the wrong reasons like fame money whatever and the ones that are just doing it because they're like this is what i want to do and i'm going to do it i don't care necessarily how long it lasts you know yeah. some people make videos for a year and they're like all right i had fun i'm done and leave it yeah. and you know just look at those types of people and see who ends up quitting first. Yeah. Say, like, and I don't mean, I don't us. mean taking a break. I don't yeah. mean taking a break. I don't mean like, you know, uh, pivoting their, their content or their passion or whatever. I literally mean people who quit yeah. and then jump onto the next thing. What you look at that, I guarantee you, you're going to figure out exactly what the problem is. And that's, mm -hmm. they're not being genuine yeah and with with us being a big group at that point in time like we we just wanted to have fun we we couldn't care less who came into the stream right 
I think like the only person that really cared that much was Dally, and he didn't even care that much, you know. Um, I mean, it's hard to say care because like when one of my friends that were quote unquote bigger than me, who had a bigger following or or you know had uh more success, I guess you want to call it that. Um, when they came in, I I would get fucking ecstatic. Yeah. That's but just because I'm like, why the fuck are they wasting? It, it, <laughs> yeah. At my it, in my opinion at the time, I was like, why the fuck are they wasting this on me? Like, yeah, I'm, like, I, I'm not know, saying that we shit. weren't grateful for the sure. viewers, but we were there to have fun. And right. if we had right. viewers along the way, then, you know, that just helps out all of us. Yeah, and, and to be fair, Delhi is just a very driven guy. Yeah. Um, and he's... I would say out of all of us, to be fair... And then I would put you next, in my opinion. Um, he was the most driven to get yep. shit done. Um, and like you, you're getting shit done now. You know, you're trying to do all this stuff and, yeah. um, you know, get the ball rolling. Unfortunately, myself, you know, I've I've got a family to take care of. So, yeah, you, you don't have to have prioritize. the free time to kind of turn I, I, around and make half of these things that well i just have to prioritize my time and yeah it's always going to be like hey i put food on the table that's that's going to be number one um and then everything else you know secondary tertiary and and like with me i i tried back then to get us to have a group channel that Mm -hmm. obviously didn't turn out well but i've come back this time going I know that this person really likes the channel and that they want to support me no matter how much. I'm going to let them be a host on Wait for Entertainment. Sure, yeah. Um, Because I know that within the next two weeks, I will be flat out busy. I will have no time other than the weekends to stream or do anything else but work and do my studies. Um, so I'm trying to get that sorted now, so then we're not just losing everyone sure. once I start. Well, and, and the the thing is, is like at the time we didn't have the same opportunities, especially tech technology wise, that we do now. Um, yeah, you know that was that was the biggest challenge that I had when you first proposed it. I was just like, bro. That's going to take so much setup every single time. Yeah. And again, I don't have a lot of time. I go to work, I come home, and I you know, eat dinner, whatever, relax for like two seconds, and then I either create content, some somehow, some shapes, some form, we're doing now. Um, yeah. So it was really hard for me to be, even be able to wrap my head around it. Like, how the fuck would I even do that? By yeah. the time I you know, got everything set up, it'd be like, all right, well, you know, a half hour later, time time for me to shut it down i gotta get ready for work the next day so So, that was my biggest whereas now we've got the resources and we have multiple different softwares that we can use to stream that i can send out a stream key to say yourself and you could get it set up the original time on some other streaming software and then just go from there 
Whereas like, back then, I was wanting everyone to use the sign-in, to use a password, to get it, to get right. their old thing taken off, right. and then put this one on, and then after they're done with streaming for that day, then changing it back to their own logins for the rest of the week. You know, yes, yeah. was... and and there was there's also a, a shift in like focus. Like I used to be like, oh, I'm going to stream all the time, and you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna take over Twitch. And now I'm just like, I don't really care about Twitch itself. Like I yeah. just want to to create my own. I want my brand to be known. I want I want to be able to go onto any platform and just be like, all and right, I'm here, and everybody be like, oh, I know that guy. Like that that's, guy's cool. That's whatever. a good point too. Is that I would have never started this podcast if it wasn't for Metal bringing that up in the first place. Oh, because, absolutely. Because Metal originally turned around to me and goes oh i'm not gonna focus on streaming anymore and then i'm like what <laughs> yeah no absolutely it was a revelation um based off of a couple of things i i highly recommend uh anybody curious on how i came to this conclusion to check out check out uh content creators like Devin nash and stuff um people who really know about the industry um see the thing is is like you and i and all the people we know on Twitch, we're, we're like, oh my god, it's so vast, but like everybody's kind of interconnected, and it's mm-hmm. it's like a you know a really cool like town in a sense, right? Yeah. But that's that's like such a a minuscule view at it because if you look at the entire internet, Twitch ain't shit. Like, yeah. let's be honest, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, like ebay like all these sites it's so much more traffic right it's a niche website and so while these guys were talking about it i was really like most of the time it's on my way to work or from work and i'm sitting there Mm -hmm. driving and i'm just like why especially the fact that twitch doesn't really do much to promote everybody or make everybody grow which we can get into that conversation because it's extremely stupid in my opinion but yeah we'll get into that later we'll get into that later or another time um so i'm sitting there thinking i'm just like man why am i focusing so much on this website that's not gonna help me with my quote-unquote business mm-hmm. when i could just be hitting everywhere now granted i'm still kind of fresh into that because this was only like a year ago that i really started um i would say more like six months ago that yeah I really i'd say about six this. months ago yeah um so i'm still really fresh i'm still making all sorts of mistakes that that are preventing me from more rapid growth but Mm -hmm. i'm like why the why am i gonna sit here and you know sign my life away to this website that doesn't give a fuck about me when i could just develop myself on my own and be more sign up to a whole bunch of other sites that don't give a fuck about me and see if they care (laughs) right you know just like you know showing feet pictures everywhere i don't know like whatever <laughs> yeah whatever let's works. let's make an only fans mr Vittle, man let's let's make our only fans just our feet we post them every day <laughs> see you know money right there baby and then people will be like oh yeah i, I know mr metal man's feet like they, <laughs> yeah. they're kind of hairy that's cool the, they're, they're kind of hairy you know one some of the toes are a bit crooked you know <laughs> hey i mean i've broken toes when i was a kid it happens um but but basically like 
without the revelation from Mr. Metalman of him just going, yeah, I'm not going to stream as much, I turned around and was just... How would you say I reacted? Just First, you were, I would say, like, apprehensive. You were like, what? No, like, you're doing so well. And and I I was doing well for my measurement of success for myself. But once... I think it was really like when you and me were talking about like you doing your animation and stuff. And I'm just like, bro, yeah. there's, there's your sign. You want to do animation? Why are you going to leave it on Twitch where like people can see it live? But does anybody go to Twitch to watch VODs? No. no. Does anybody go to Twitch to watch clips? Not no. on purpose. You know, it gets redirected <laughs> yeah. that way. They go other places so why are you going to limit your your animation and why are you going to limit your exposure to just you know some fucking website yeah and and that's really like i think you're like oh fuck you're right yeah pretty pretty much yeah and with with my current contract that i have just signed yesterday oh um I will be animating 11 music videos, and that's going to be taking up quite a lot of time. Yeah, 11. 11. tight, dude. So I've put it underneath the name Wakeful Entertainment, so if I do get any other animators, and if anyone is interested in the community to work on some animated music videos, message me, because... With me putting the name underneath Wakeful Entertainment and me representing for Wakeful Entertainment, I'm basically going to be coming around to him with all these ideas that we've come up with or all all of these videos that we've made and, you know, getting our pay. <laughs> it's, getting that bag, baby. It's one of those things of like, it's really, really cool. It's really exciting. It's a lot of music videos to go over. And if anyone wants to, you know, focus on doing a music video, they have the option to, because realistically, I'm going to be fully animating two of the 11. So if we get, if we get enough people and everyone could do their own video. Yeah. No. And see, that's like, that's why we wanted to like, start this whole beginning of the empire whatever you want to call it because it's like everybody's looking for an opportunity and unfortunately on the internet there's a lot of people that promise an opportunity but it's always like for gain for themselves and and i think just the ability to be like hey you want to work on a music video like (laughs) we're not guaranteeing you're going to be the best to anybody i'm I'm not guaranteeing pay at all Right, because but, I I'm guaranteed no pay at all. But exactly from it, we're getting exposure for the company, which is going to have your guys' credits on the video of who yeah. animated this video, and that's why I want people to approach and ask to come join Wakeful Entertainment. As Mister Middleman, he has partnered up with Wakeful Entertainment. Yep, yep, and, and I'm not a, an animator, so. He's not an animator no one, either. He's no a content creator. This. Yeah, I create content. That's literally all I do. I can do a little bit of editing and I can do a little bit of art. Um, but I'm I'm more of a personality than anything. Yeah. Um, 
like an armpit of the personality, but <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, but you know, like it, it's it's about creating creating your own opportunities, um, and that's that's what you've done, like yeah. way more than I have. I'm gonna be completely honest. Um, but the thing is, though, is that if one person is successful, everyone around them is gonna be successful. I'm not saying that I'm ever going to be successful, but I am now legitimately running a business. Well, I th- and I think that, like, we're the type of people that, like, anybody, any kid on the street or whatever is like, hey, like, talk to me about this thing, like, how you figured out how to stream or, you know, get this contract or whatever. We wouldn't be like, oh, well, if you pay us $100 a month, I'll tell you all my secrets. We're just like, all right, here, yeah. let me let me tell you what I did. It might not work for you, mm-hmm. but you know, let me show you the door. Let, um, let me show you. Let me show you. And and you know, I've been that way since, especially since we've met. But I've been that way with with everybody I can. I mean, my background work wise is in retail, and I've been a a manager slash leader, whatever you want to call it for yeah. fucking for fucking years since I've known you. You've basically since... been in that role. Since I decided to sell my soul to the cog, anyways, <laughs> um, or the machine rather, I am but, the cog. But basically, it's like when we're looking well, at Make for Entertainment from both of our perspectives, it's like if this contract goes well, then we can get more contracts, and then I can bring people in for video editing, like Mister Metalman, and I can bring people in for animation, doing the whole pipeline, you know. Right, and that and that's where my little rant about my background was going is like, you know, as a leader, my whole job is to teach people to be successful. Like I work for my team, which is what a real leader should do. And as we carve our paths to success, mm-hmm. naturally, if we want to bring more success to ourselves, if we use a, a, a selfish example, um, the selfless example is, we see people who are starting and we're like, hey, like, you know, let me help you. you Let me help you avoid the shit that I had to go through and like, you know, kind of learn some stuff quickly. And then like, you'll figure out the shit you have to figure Mm -hmm. out on your own, but you'll at least have a little bit of guidance, a little, yeah. Yeah. Bringing the bumpers in a little. Like we we can send you out there without having to need any safety gear because we've already given you the safety gear and you know let you fall over that many times right 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 i um, taught you to fish instead of feeding you for a day kind of yeah i i instead of giving you a fish i taught you how to fish type right. of ideal and that's how i like to look at things like i know for a long time in my streaming career i was doing stuff for me and i think you can notice when i changed and when i'm doing stuff for others and i want to focus on everyone else i think i think the biggest change that i noticed with you and it was kind of exciting was like you just started you just started doing things for the process of doing things instead of mm-hmm. like i'm going to be the biggest, you know, whatever Call of Duty streamer, whatever it was, you know, yeah. like I'm going to be the best. You were just like, I'm going to do this because it sounds fun. And yeah. I think that was like the moment I was like, he's figured it out. <laughs> like he's, he's going to start growing. He's probably going to surpass me. 
and it's going to be glorious to see because he just yep. figured it out. And like realistically, the wait for entertainment stuff on social media is just to have fun with. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, when it comes to the business side, that's when I'm running the animation studio wait for entertainment like it's a proper business name that i own now um and i've been i've applied as an employer i've um, applied as a sole trader for the time being until we grow the company into a company um but with this whole thing it's like i would have never actually gotten to this point if it wasn't for your help and for the help of the others that have gotten me thus far well i mean and you know this is kind of i appreciate that a lot with twitch and youtube it's kind of like my my part to say thank you and you know give back to the community of who supported me yeah well Um, and that's i feel like that's how things should be um you know i see a lot like especially on social media people like I'll never be friends with streamers who do this or that or whatever, um, or competing with each other, like treating each other as, as competition instead of that like, is not the way to go. It is in my the, the, eyes. Anyway. The fact of the matter is, especially in the entertainment field, nobody is in competition with each other. They're all peers. Yep. And everybody brings something unique to the table. Um, sure. You may have people who sound or act or do things similar Mm -hmm. but you know like you're you're only gonna have one louis armstrong yeah for the rest of time you're only gonna have one louis armstrong you know and then you're you're gonna only have one uh i don't know britney spears whatever example you want to use you're only gonna have one of that person ever they're only gonna be able to perform those songs they're only gonna be be able to create that art or that skit that one blip in history and then it's gone yep so there's no sense in competing with each other unless you're gonna actually whip out each other's dicks and measure them like what's the point pretty much yeah and even that honestly is it's pointless okay it really is pointless like the only things that i'd argue about is that pineapple belongs on pizza you know (laughs) oh Um, so many people just got really triggered right now (laughs) yeah yeah, everyone got triggered that's listening to this that just hates hawaiian pizzas i love them i love them i mean so here's my thing i don't care i love pineapple on pizza (laughs) So, so one thing about me that a lot of people probably figure out but don't really know for a fact like I can enjoy almost anything, uh, food, music, art, whatever. I'm I'm very open minded. The my lines are usually things that I'm like, okay, I just absolutely don't like this stuff. Yeah. Everything else, pineapp bro, you wanna make a pizza and you wanna throw like lizard on it? I don't I'll try it. Fuck it. Why not? You know, yeah. food is food. You know, I've tried lengua, which is cow tongue. I've tried. I've, oh, I've eaten crickets delicious. Cow tongue really is, uh, especially with nachos. Dang. Anyways, um, I've tr- I've eaten crickets. Like I'll try anything at least once. 
there's things that I just absolutely don't like. Um, I haven't found anything food-wise that I just absolutely don't like. Try bull testicles me. and get back to me. Fuck it, I'll try it. I'm, I'm sure there's Bruh, a couple places near you. Which... Oh, in California, <laughs> absolutely. Um, you know, just get some ghost pepper sauce on it. We're Gucci. We're like, Gucci. Fuck. We got it. That, got that's it. us. right um but yeah like you know there's there's certain artists that i don't like there's certain personalities that i don't like but that that's about it yeah i can i could literally get into a conversation with people about any topic and talk about my experience and my two cents on that subject and at least hold my own if anything i'm just gonna learn from it um you know i try to stay open-minded because there's like way too much in the universe to learn so mm-hmm. and i only have a certain amount of time to learn it so I might as well try to learn about everything i can anyway guys it's it's time for our sponsored segment of the episode so enjoy hydronic hydration started in the midst of the pandemic the founder of hydronic hydration a frontline healthcare worker started developing constant headaches A landmark research study published early during the pandemic showed that up to 81% of frontline healthcare workers developed new headaches mainly because of their PPE, like face masks and face shields, which prevented them from eating, drinking properly while on the job. He would leave work tired, dehydrated and burnt out. The founder looked for a healthy drink with all the necessary vitamins and minerals, but with no sugar. Something that was keto-friendly and healthy, but most powdered drinks on the market have a ton of sugar and caffeine. That's why he created Hydronic Hydration, sugar-free, keto-friendly, plant-based, antioxidant-rich electrolyte powder packets for daily use, containing all the essential vitamins and minerals with a refreshing taste. Their product contains elderberry, which has immune-boosting properties for supporting for support during cold and flu season it also contains vitamin c magnesium and zinc as well hydronic hydration electrolyte powder packets can also fit in your bag or suitcase when traveling i mean that's if you remember when we were traveling like three years ago uh you know but thank you to these healthcare workers like this founder again because they have helped out a whole lot to the point where we're about to be able to start traveling once again within the world so if you're having trouble with eating and drinking healthy during your busy day in 2022 but want a sugar free keto friendly vitamin drink give hydronic hydration a try there are 30 electrolyte powder packets in a pouch perfect for a one month supply you can visit the website www.hydronichydration.com that's www dot h-y-d-r-o-n-i-q-u-e hydration.com or search for hydronic hydration on amazon.com where they are offering a ten dollar discount coupon at the checkout for the next week so for all you gamers and animators and viewers and supporters out there that are listening to the podcast right now make sure that you go over and check it out because i really do support this and I wouldn't have them as a sponsor in the first place if 
um, I didn't support it. So please go over, check it out, go grab some for yourself, and let's get back to the podcast. Wow, what a, what a fantastic sponsor! Thank you, uh, Hydronic hey, Hydration. Just, I was just talking about learning about stuff, right? Now we know about hydronic hydration. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Segway. Segways, yeah. Um, <laughs> so back to the main thing that we keep on diverging from <laughs> is trying to get back to memories and, you know, do Nostalgia all of that. 101. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, with, with a whole bunch of streams that we did do together we found our oh. niche with one another and that that's really the biggest thing that i miss is like we all had our own place in the group sure and you know we could all just be really fucking stupid one stream and then we'd come back the next stream and be really fucking sophisticated you know, or like, you know, pass out on stream or something. Oh, yeah, I wonder <laughs> who would do that, huh? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I agree. Well, I mean, dynamics change, you know, people people take different paths in life, you know, yep. and, and we end up missing them. And yeah, I mean, and things change, things change within. This year, I'm hoping to get the butt buddies back together. Yeah, at least, at least for. I want to get the butt buddies back together for at least one decent stream that we can put back onto our YouTubes and stuff like that, and just watch it. Yeah, that would be. Cool. You know, because I miss going back and watching the streams from when we were all. Just, shit that we would talk about I'm like, my ass is always drunk Marco is always high like <laughs> I would be crossfaded you know yeah, who knows you know, like, that, that was that was fun um but you know I miss your boy stuff he's oh, been out yeah. in Japan for as long as we've been broken up from as bud butt buddies well you know he's He's serving his country, man. He's, I, he's I really servicing the country. He's servicing you, the US, at least. He's US. not servicing me. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I mean, he could be, but that's for the bedroom. <laughs> he's gonna be like, shut up, guys. That's stupid. <laughs> you guys uh, suck. Uh, but, you know, there was a lot of good times that we had during our streams. Like oh. the butt buddies clip, which is why we called ourselves the butt buddies. God damn. And I doubt that a lot of you will know this, but if you go on to Wakeful Entertainment channel, it has the butt buddies clip on it. So if you guys want to check it and out, go there. It's pretty fucking hilarious. It, it's, it's so it's stupid hilarious. I got Mr. Metalman to put it up on stream last night, and holy, that was awesome. I was I couldn't stop laughing for about thirty minutes, especially when I heard the latex one. I was just I was gone. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that gets me to choke every single time. That shit's so <laughs> fucking ridiculous. It's just so <laughs> out of the ballpark of what we're talking about that it's just 
So spot yeah. on. <laughs> yeah. No, that shit's funny. Shit's hell awesome. But yeah, it's one of those things of like, we made all these clips back in the day and I want to relive that. Everyone's still got the same fucking sense of humor. I know that for damn sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if not, we've gotten worse. Yeah. Like, if anything, we've gotten worse. <laughs> if anything, we've gotten worse. I know I've gotten worse. Oh my god, look at those beans! You know? <laughs> um, I don't know, I like, you know, we, I think you and I are still in that group. Um, yeah. You know, I don't know how everybody else is because everybody's kind of, you know, doing their own thing. Everyone comes in and out every once in a while and catches right. up and then we just stop talking for another half year to a year and then we're just like, oh, I wonder how that person is. I'll go go, go into their live stream and... Ah. And and to be fair, you know, that, that has to do with the growth aspect mm -hmm. of like, you know, you and me not focusing on streaming as much. Um, yeah. You know, it, it also, it's kind of, kind of our fault because like it could have taken us 10 seconds to just message somebody and be like, Hey, how are you? You know, yeah. Which, you know, I'll, I'll own up, I'll own up to my own things. Like I, I need to reach out to people more, um, when I think about them, but yeah. I don't, I don't think that, uh, the, that feeling or that vibe will ever go away that. It was just so, no. so natural, so, like... It's because we all don't really care how we're portrayed online. We basically act the same way that we do in person anyway. Pretty much. Like, like me, me and Mr. Metalman haven't met up in person yet, but he knows that I'll act the exact same way when I meet him in person. Like I said, we're probably just going to be worse. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's it's definitely a, a special type of relationship when you can just and, rip off of each other and, and he will really get to see how quote unquote special I am in person when I move over overseas <laughs> I'm you know no but a lot of a lot of my friends they find me very funny online but when they see me in real life they are on the floor constantly in fits of laughter. That's all that matters as long as yeah. you don't suffocate. Like, <laughs> yeah. you gotta give them a little buffer of breathing room. Yeah. Just don't get drunk with me. Because oh, you'll, you'll be fucking laughing so much. That's hard. I'm especially because, like, when I have people... <laughs> when I hang out with people, I'm always like, alright, I'm we're gonna barbecue... And yeah. we're gonna drink beer. No, I'm pretty much the same. Time. Like the, that's my no, it, favorite I, thing to do. I say don't don't drink with me, but really you do want to drink with me because yeah. I see I have a bee in my room. <laughs> you got a bee. <laughs> oh my god! What the <laughs> fuck are you doing? Are you sure that's not a moth? It's a fucking bee. It looks like it's nighttime it's, over there. It's sitting up on the top of my monitor. It's a bee. Fucking only in New Zealand you get fucking bees at like what? It it looks like it's like eleven o'clock at night over there. It's it's 
pretty damn close. It's like ten past ten. Oh, 20 past oh, ten. Okay. You know? With no conversion in mind, I, I did pretty good. So at yeah. ten o'clock at night, you got fucking bees. What is that? <laughs> There was a bird inside my house earlier too that my dog was chasing, and then it got caught up in my uh si- in, in in my lamp. Okay. And I, then I, I think I already, I think I already know the answer to this because of like TikToks and and things that I've seen. Um, you guys don't have screens on your windows, do you? What windows? Like the one behind <laughs> you. That's a window. Exactly. What windows? See, that's that's that shit I'm talking about, man. That's that that's that bullshit right there. Um, I mean, you can yeah. clearly not see a reflection or anything. Obviously, right. no windows. Right, right. So, <laughs> why don't you have fucking screens? Like, it costs like I don't know, twenty bucks to build a screen. Because that's just being a posh fucking person. Posh, <laughs> bruh. Like, yeah. I ain't saying you guys like, have buy money. the screen. We in California, we don't have fucking money that the government's gonna buy. Anyways, exactly. and the um, government's the ones that built your houses in the first place. No, 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 no. My actually, true story. My house was custom built. Oh yeah. I don't know by who, but it was. It's a custom built house. Doesn't look like any in the area. It's pretty cool. Um, but no, like I built some of my screens. What See, the fuck that is it's a, a B. <laughs> I, just, I, I my mind is blown. You're just like, oh, it's a B in my house. I would be like, all right, hold on, I gotta go get the fucking shotgun. Like, <laughs> yeah. bees don't come into my home. Spiders do occasionally, but I've got mm. cats, so they probably eat them. Um, yeah, bees. I we've had a centipede in the house, I think, like once. Um, I haven't seen a centipede in like a decade. That's like about it, honestly. Maybe a cockroach once in a while, but that it's very rare. Plus, we get like a, a insecticide service. Yeah, if you guys have no idea what we're talking about, I turned around my camera and showed Mr. Middleman that I have a bee on my monitor. And he's just chilling with it. He's like, yo, this is my bee friend. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> what the fuck is that, man? Like, I'm not saying, like, kill it. You don't have to light it on fire, but, like, no. it needs to go out of the house, in my opinion. Like, yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't know I don't... how long it's been in my room for. I could have slept with it last <laughs> night. I have no idea. Uh... <laughs> this is, like, getting into some weird, like, I don't know what's the, what's the version of a it, Bro, this is like a B movie rule 34. Like, I don't know, man. <laughs> the hell? Uh, sleeping with bees over here. Shit. Um, <laughs> man, that but, was a bad tangent, man. But really, no screens on your windows. Yeah, no, we don't we don't have screens on our windows. Why? We They're barely so do. Cheap. It's so cheap to make. Do you know, if you came over to New Zealand, you'd see that there's, like, one in, like, every hundred houses that has a screen on them. I just, I don't... They're not, they're not common here. We just right, decide but I not just to don't, have them. 
I don't understand the concept because you guys open your windows often. I'm assuming. Yeah, but um, the the main the... thing is like in summer, even we don't get that many flies, so we don't need to worry about it. We yeah, don't. You gotta, you gotta be on your fucking monitor. Yeah, there's a bee on my monitor, but we get barely any flies. Fly. Yeah, you're right. That okay, are coming my through bad. the screen. My bad. You know. And, you can be allergic you know, when you get with with us. There's a lot of birds that come through the window, and then that's the screen gone. You know, so. What do you mean? I have never had a bird go through a screen. I've had I've seen birds hit windows because they're clear and they don't know they're there. But screens, nah, no birds running into a screen. Well, guess what? We don't know because we don't use them. <laughs> I was gonna say because you don't have any screens. <laughs> Like, maybe if you had, like, you know, freaking, like, spider monkeys blowing through windows, I could understand not having screens, but... Oh like, my god, it's Spider-Man! He just came through my window! Oh, shit! Like, you don't... You don't, you guys don't have that. Like, I don't know. It it blows my mind. And, and the reason why I knew that you didn't was because, like, you know, I would see a TikTok of, like, somebody from the UK, and they're like, yeah, we don't use screens. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, you just like let's, let every let's living be creature honest into the here. House? We do have buildings that have next to no windows, right? It's usually a big gathering space, but it's also a very traditional gathering space where you'd put out a whole bunch of mattresses and you'd all sleep in the same gathering space. Okay, because they're, they're called mid eyes, okay? Um, and that would be like when when our indigenous people used to have wars against one another, that would be our place of location. So then everyone would sleep in one place, so then we all knew that we were all safe. Right, like a... Like a uh... And because there I'm was... i think of, like, the native... Um, like, the native North American tribe uh, names for, like, a a, a group house... I can't think of it right now. You know, I'm sure that there's a lot of Maldives which are cussing me right now, but from what I've learnt in school, it's, they were, it was basically a base of location, a base of, a place of worshipping, and, you know, a place of accepting that your ancestors are there to guide you on your right. journey in life. And with all of this is like we didn't need to close our doors we normally had uh you know beads at the front of the doors okay and would have beads on our clothes and you know everyone normally didn't wear a top even the females and so the way to get us warm during the night was for us all to sleep in one gathering place to keep us warm with each each other's body you know right body heat and fires whatever because Uh, obviously up until the last 250 years 300 years we didn't have westernized things we had leaves and wood and you know the native things that are here right we even killed our three meter tall chickens you know which is uh, yeah it's it's equivalent to nine feet tall chickens. See, 
they're ostriches. Like, let's they're not, be they're honest, not ostriches. Be. They're more related to chickens than they are ostriches. Like, the, it's a fucking but castle. They, they, were, called, they were called dinosaur. mowers. I'm going to look this up. Mowers? Yep. Mowers. M-O-A. Um, and they were hunted to extinction. Chickens. They they were very much hunted to extinction, and now whenever I go into a museum and see a mower, it's like whole they lived oh, here. Shit. Yeah, I'm looking at the. Yeah, skeleton. they're crazy, eh? Why does it look like a fuck? Like the face looks like a finch. Bro, that what? was some crazy. No, things. okay, no, 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 no. That's just wikipedia being stupid um i mean it it pretty much looked like a fucking emu or a, a ostrich just probably not as mean it looks like an emu and an ostrich it was probably one of the only it doesn't have any wings it doesn't look like it did have wings but it can fly just like how the kiwi uh, has wings but doesn't fly. It just doesn't look like it from the the skeletons. No, they they did. Oh, I'm pretty sure oh. they put it down to it just being a whole bunch of cartilage. From gotcha. The, okay. From the one knob type place, but yeah, back back to the whole thing. Instead of me going over indigenous indigenous stuff and like getting everyone upset. <laughs> <laughs> Why would people get upset? Like you're you're because, sharing culture with me. That's like really yeah. fascinating, honestly. I mean, it's it's something that I don't expert like I don't have expertise, and I want to get someone that knows a whole bunch more about it than I do. Um, Fair enough. And basically, my my tribe is called Natiroanui, which is the South Taranaki tribe um okay well it is the taranaki tribe before uh british invaders came in and then our tribe plus the other taranaki tribe decided that we wouldn't sign the declaration from the queen and then we had the taranaki wars between invaders and the polynesians mm-hmm. and then we I, I i'm pretty sure at the end of it we just gave up because we didn't want to get wiped out and we agreed to it yeah i remember you telling me about that that's crazy yeah and the biggest advantage for us is because we knew our mountain we could go hide in the mountain and attack them from the mountain Oh, darn. Okay. I'm I'm just looking up what you're yeah. talking about so I can get like vis- like a visual representation of everything. Yeah, it's like a whole whole thing. Yeah, in like the 1860s. Whoa. Yeah. So, oh shit, that means that it must have been like 150 years ago that things were signed. Oh, we we're really new, boy. The first time <laughs> Taranaki War was an armed conflict over land, yeah? And, yeah? The second one, there was two? Yep. 
And this one was 1863 to 1866. A three-year war almost. Holy mm-hmm. shit. Now a little more over. A little more than a three-year war. Wow. And it's like, this is the stuff that I got to learn while growing up here. So, of course, with having that in my head, it's like, now I get why I'm so rebellious at a whole bunch of things. Fair enough. Because my ancestors were really rebellious as well and didn't want to give up their own land because it was their right to have their land. Right. Yeah, they just wanted to chill and vibe. People were coming yeah. over like, yo, you have to do what I say. And they're like, no, nah, fam, fuck you. Nah, screw that. But that that's that's why when you come over to New Zealand, a whole bunch of us will greet you with happy faces because we have had this nasty background. Yeah. Like the first time that a British person came to New Zealand was actually in the Golden Cape. And then they saw our battle dance for the first time and then they got intimidated and shot three Polynesians that were living here. What the f- And then they, of course, ran out of ammunition and the Māori almost killed them on the way of their escape. Wow. Um, and then since then, the Māori's or the Maldives, the Polynesians, whatever you'd like to call them, um, were like, what was that stick of stick of lightning? That stick of lightning is not right. So then that was sent through the land of New Zealand, or Aotearoa, as it's normally called. Um, mm. And then everyone had this fear of these invaders that would come into the country you know and there was a there would have been a war at the start of the invaders coming back because mm. all they knew about was the golden cape and that's where they originally killed the three polynesians crazy yeah though i think i think the next time they ended up just watching the battle dance and then they realized that it was a form of intimidation and then we accept them in, into our house after that battle dance. Huh. Because if, if you can stand up to the battle dance, you are us. Right, like you're, you're worthy in a sense. Yeah. You're worthy to come into my house if you don't get intimidated by me. Interesting. Yeah. Um. Now it's now everyone knows it as the haka, mm-hmm. and whenever New Zealand, especially, um, the Black Ferns, which is our local rugby team, because ev- everywhere in ev- in every land that's underneath the British rule, we generally play rugby or soccer. Instead of football right. and soccer. <laughs> soccer, yeah. You know. Soccer's one of those international ones, whereas I've only ever seen one American rugby team. 
that's actually played internationally? Uh, I don't think there's any that are international, but we do have an American Rugby League uh, ARL, I think. But yeah, with with rugby, you'd normally see it from New Zealand, where we would do the haka before any competition. Right. And that that's generally what we would do. And yeah. It's, yeah, there's it's... America's Rugby Championship, America Rugby Team, USA Rugby. Yeah, we got it here. It's yeah. just not as popular. It's, it's not that popular. It's kind of like roller skating. You never hear, hear anyone talking about doing roller skating competitions. But when you actually go to them, they're like the most brutal thing you can fucking think of. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> For, sure. For sure, especially like... uh that called roller derby like yeah women's roller, roller derby, derby and that just women's like roller derby is gnarly the they're like way. they're like pulling chairs out and smacking each other with like they're crazy yeah i'd rather yeah, yeah. go to a roller derby than going to wwe <laughs> shit yeah no that's that's they're no joke there no no way play. um and with rugby, it's basically a more brutal version of football. Right. Because you don't step, around, step away like every 10 seconds if something goes wrong and try and make up a new tactic. It's right. like you're playing and you're going to muscle through these other guys to try and get the ball back. There is no other way. <laughs> there is no pass go there is no collecting two hundred dollars yeah pretty much yep um that was another wild tangent <laughs> it was but I, I, I think at I, this point everything that's not a tangent is the wild tangent yeah. to be fair yeah but you know me and mr metal me and mr middleman always go on tangents we just enjoy doing that because you know that is what what it is that's yep. our form of conversation pretty much we go from how are you to oh how was that potato salad last night you know and then okay. we go into cooking and then we go into cleaning and then we go into like using bb guns and thinking how cool it would be to go hunting a deer or some shit like that you know <laughs> yeah whatever the, whatever ends up coming out of our mouths basically yeah um but yeah i mean going going back to going over all of this different social media sort of stuff is like i've noticed that you've done a couple youtube videos yourself yeah I've, I've been trying i i had a, a goal last year of like making a video a week that didn't last very long unfortunately because because you only making... got like two videos out and then you were just like oh I'm way too busy. Well, it wasn't even that. It wasn't even that, man. Like, I started doing it, and I started getting into rhythm. I'm like, all right, I can do this. Like, this is going to be cool. I mm. definitely got this. And then, like, my work schedule changed, and then... Excuse me. Shit got um, turned upside down. Yeah, everything just kind of was like, hey, guess what? You're not doing this. And it was like, I'm not doing that. And I'm just going to do what I have to do, and yeah. Yeah, it fell apart. But I'm I'm trying to get back into it. Definitely, definitely. But it's like 
I've turned around to Mr. Middleman and gone, hey, like, because you told, got me to go through this revelation, I've now done YouTube shows. Like, I've put on the show. I've put on On Air with Wakeful Throne, which originally started as a podcast for YouTube. And I would record it live on Twitch. And then I was just like, nah, that, that's like way too much work. <laughs> and then I decided to put on Spotify only, which was the better choice for me at that point in time. Because then I could turn around and put on to uh, get sponsorships like Hydronic Hydration for today's sponsor. Yep. Um, awesome. And... You know, now I've got it to the point where I've got the podcast showing up on RSS.com, which is the main site that you go to if you want to start off your own podcast. Um, then I've also got it on Google Podcasts and I've got it on Spotify. So if you guys do enjoy this, you know, let us know where you came from if you decide that you want to talk to us. <laughs> if you if you want to just keep on listening you're more than welcome to as well um but it's like i've gotten into this and this has been really really cool as i've been able to meet people through doing the podcast as well which has really helped me and my growth and then also people that are coming in with their own growth too um and then i've also still got the twitch though i'm not live on it every single day sometimes not even every single week but we have different hosts that come onto the show and entertain you guys for that week anyway um and yeah i mean it's a it's a whole bunch of stuff like that and i hope that mr middleman is able to get the free time to be able to do half the stuff as well. And same. Hard yeah. same. And with with all of this being said, is like I, I do want to thank Mr. Middleman here as well a lot on what he's done for me. Like he he's one of my closest friends at this point. Second to Venom. But you know, Venom is my IRL best friend. I keep him close yeah. at all times. Um, but Mr. Middleman has basically been there through thick and thin. I don't know how many meltdowns I've had that he's just sat through on call with me and gone, you're okay, bro. Like, seriously. <laughs> hey man, it was, it was my pleasure to be there for you. Like that's, that's just the, that, yeah. that goes back to, you know, what I was saying before is just like, you know, helping people through, the trials that you've gone through yourself you know yeah and you know mr middleman he he has helped me a lot on social media as well i i do come back to him quite a bit on what i should be doing or some of the stuff that he thinks could help out and you know the, i feel like i'm floundering 99 of the time <laughs> trying shit and see what sticks but you know you kind of know your way around things and you have that mindset of you know but you don't know until you say it yeah and you know when we get into deep conversations 
and we start actually thinking over of half half these things like half of my ideas are actually mr middleman's ideas suggestions not not ideas suggestions <laughs> yeah but i i think half of your ideas have been stuff that i've used as well sure sure, <laughs> sure. i get i get what you're saying I like yeah. inspirational and whatever yeah i got you but as as I always do, I turn around to Mr. Middleman and ask him if that's okay if I use his idea for this and, you know, all of that sort of thing. Like, how many times have I asked you about shit, even this podcast? Oh, shit, man. I, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> and, and it's funny because I'm always just like, bro, like, you're the one that came up with it. Why are you asking me? Like, no, oh, but you had the idea. Like, okay. Like, yeah, you came up with the idea like do. a month ago. That's what homies do. Like, hey, you should try this thing. Like, yeah, you're right. I should try this thing. Yeah. But that, that I guess that's just me. <laughs> but like, I, I have so much respect for this man that, you know, not I, I can't put it into words. Not the whole thing anyway. Aw. <laughs> you make me cry, man. <laughs> um so for him to actually have the time to appear on the podcast today has been a lot it's it's been quite quite a time coming though we've been trying to organize hey. this for a couple of weeks trying yeah, to organize and, times and stuff like that and you know that for for anybody that hasn't figured it out already um, this is like the first podcast I've ever done in my life. So it was really cool. It was a really cool experience. I actually kind of fell into it easier than I thought I was going to. Yeah. Was like, That's fuck, exactly like, what Fokia said. Yeah. From, from like, the last episode, like you could, you could tell, I don't know if you listened to it, but you could tell that he was so invested in it and he didn't know it. Yeah. No, it's really weird. It's really weird. Cause like, you still end up forming your words in a format that would make sense on a podcast, but yep. you're just chit chatting with a buddy. It's it's really surreal, actually. Yeah. It's kind of kind of and crazy. and this is I one why people things, like doing it for sure. Yeah, this is one of the things that I want people to realize is that I kind of like Mister Middleman. He he brought the idea of me doing a podcast up because he thought that I would have a perfect voice for doing a podcast. But at the same time, I wanted him to experience it as well because I found it very, very easy. And for me to say that is no light feat because I am a very anxious and paranoid person. And, you know, it, it is one of those things. Um, Sorry if you can hear me typing. <laughs> yeah, no, you're all right. I couldn't hear it. Oh, okay. uh, but. It's like now he gets to see it and I want you guys to experience it too. If you guys want to do your own podcast or if you want to come on and appear on this podcast, DM me, let me know why or how you think you'll get onto the podcast and stuff like that. And I'm sure we'll be seeing Mr. Middleman on the podcast a lot more. Oh, for sure. This was actually um, like a lot of fun for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
and because because we have a whole year of season two to do which is what we've done this episode we did the fuck year episode and we're probably gonna do a venom episode next week Legit. and then we need to have another 50 episodes around another 50 episodes of season two i'm sure that we'll see the Metal man here again just like venom guaranteed guaranteed um but you know i appreciate everyone coming into the stream and listening today oh not the stream the podcast sorry i'm still streamer mode sometimes i said it hey, last it's, time too. it's an audio stream okay? <laughs> like it works it works um but you know today has been really really fun i quite enjoyed it even though i went off the rails with mr metal man we didn't really stick to a certain story um but you kind of got got to know the niche of mr metal man uh, mr metal man where can everyone find you if they want to come and visit you um all right so on twitch it's just twitch.tv forward slash mr metal man on socials um the easiest way is to search mr metal man gaming or gaming on uh twitter i think because it cut off how many characters i could use little little to the surprise a lot of the uh profiles have very similar images so yeah. you'll be able to find me pretty pretty easily um and same thing with tiktok yeah, I'm pretty I'm pretty much everywhere to be honest. So I've got a Facebook page, I've got um a Reddit account. Like you could you could pretty much find me anywhere as long as you just look for like, you know, the the common symbols or my face. Yeah. That really is the the easiest way to go about it cuz unfortunately in as much as uh, Mr. Metal Man was a unique name to me, nickname wise and content creator wise, um, there's others out there though who who used it prior. So you know, I had to yeah mix it up a little bit or try to figure out ways around uh, not being able to just use that exact name. Yeah. Um, and did you did you want to tell people how you came up with Mr. Metal Man? Because I I found it really fascinating. Oh yeah, the story from uh, last night. Yeah, yeah. So okay, the the whole story with Mister Metal Man first starts off um, with me and a really good friend of mine. Both of our first names are Nick, um, and when I would hang out at his house, his parents wanted a really easy way to define which Nick they were talking to because sometimes they would talk to me or him about you know helping them with something or whatever the case may be. So they called me metal because I'm a metalhead. I wear metal, goth, alternative clothing style, stuff like that. Um, and they called him New Wave because he was really into like 80s New Wave. So that's where it first started. So I took the name metal every place that I worked at. I had people call me metal uh, in public at club stuff. I would introduce myself as metal because that was mm -hmm. the easiest way to refer to me. To me specifically, right? Um, instead of saying Nick and like 50 Nicks raising their hands. Um, so when I was at GameStop, I would tell people, to, my regulars and stuff to call me Metal. And then um, people would call me Mr. Metal or Metal Man. Um, 
or some variation thereof. And then when I, you know, had my first child, I would be called like Papa Matt Metal, Daddy Metal. Um, so then I was like already being used to like somebody could yell that nickname in the middle of a mall and I would instantly know they're talking to me and answer to it. It was a part of my personality. Um, so then when I started with like content creation and like trying to build a brand for myself, I was like, man, like, you know, what do I want to call myself? What, what persona, what character, whatever you want to call it, do I want to create? I was like, well, I already go by this nickname. So let's kind of incorporate that. And um, one of my absolute heroes of my childhood is, is Stan Lee from Marvel. Um, and, you know, one thing he would do with a lot of his characters in the Marvel universe, like, 95% of the characters their first and last name would have the same for first letter right so like J. Jonah Jameson Peter mm -hmm. Parker so I took that idea and I was like okay well I'm going to be Mr. Metal Man and it's kind of like that same concept of my nickname mixed with like a little cute uh homage to Stanley and yeah and that's that's how it was born yeah, it's it's a crazy story, man. It's, <laughs> and, it's and when I when I heard it, I was just like, "Oh my god!" You're like this idiot. <laughs> you wanna know what's funny, Mister Middleman? What's that? It's the B is still there. That fucking B. He's just chilling on the podcast. He's down with it, man. Yeah, he's down. He's gonna be the next uh, co-host. Yep. Uh, All right. Hey, what do you think, Mr. B? You better not fly my face. For real. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, thank you guys for listening. Hopefully you enjoyed Mr. Metal Man. And to end out the episode, here is our final sponsor, which is me. Have a good one, all. This episode was brought, brought to you by Wakeful Entertainment, my own business that is focused as an animation studio we do have content creators which host and have partnered up with wakeful entertainment uh both on twitch and on youtube and expect some more of the show by myself and venom4719 to be coming out very shortly and if you guys want to head over to any of my social medias you can either search up wakeful throne w-a-k-e-f-u-l-t-h-r-o-n-e or search up wakeful entertainment which is w-a-k-e-f-u-l entertainment uh we're basically on any social medias uh that are popular around this time uh so thank you guys for listening hopefully have a great day and just Stay safe out there.